Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Wow, that's never done that before. Wow, weird. I hit the record button, and it, did you guys hear that? Recording yeah. in progress. Yeah, I've ne- it's never done that before, so that's a new thing. Uh, okay, everybody, this is Ryan Summers. This is the Life Autistic Podcast. This is episode twenty-nine. I can't believe we're getting up there to twenty-nine. That's crazy. Um, recording this in May of twenty twenty-one. With me, as always, Drew. Dr. Drew, a.k.a. Skittles. <laughs> How you doing, brother? Always good to see you, man. It's been I feel like it's been forever, but it's only been a week or two since I've talked to you, but I feel like it's been forever. It's good to see you, friend. Yeah, you too, man. Always good to see your smiling face. You've been working out. You look good. I'm feeling better. Yeah, like I, my wife and I have been doing like this couples. What's Michael got there? Yeah. Well, let's introduce Michael's you. This is, something. this is Michael, who's joining us today. And uh, what do we got here, Michael? This is my blog that I wrote back from 2019 to 28 uh, to 20. I, I find it completely like when the COVID started, you know, just. Yeah. Sick. Michaelism. Yeah, it's true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> explain well, michael well yeah that's a good place to start tell us about your tell us about your book i even i wrote start writing it back around 2018 ish something like that uh the book took me about two years to complete to make in the making uh but now i felt happier because of the sales are going success as crazy you know really uh, yeah Big sales. Hello, big sales, actually. So tell me about the book. I want to know what's it about, what's your perspective, and how can, how does it relate to the uh, the autism, especially especially the adult autism world? Sorry to steal your question, Ryan. Frig. It's all good, bud. Oh, thank you. All right. All right. Here we go. Let's begin with the first question. Where I grew up. 
Okay. I was born in 1991 at a hospital called North Georgia Hospital. Moved up to Thornell like around I was seven-ish, you know, where I have lived since throughout my whole life. I have one older brother named Jesse. We're 18 months apart. We were in same schools until high school. I went to a high school where they had a surprise Asperger's class in high school. You know, just people should be accepted. Yes. Here so they, had a, they, had a, they had a separate Asperger's class in your high school. Yeah, let's stop there. Oh, yeah, it's true. That's interesting. Wow. What was that like? It's a long story. Okay. Was it yeah. positive or negative, Michael? Pop positive, you know? Okay. Yeah. Good. Here are the early signs of autism. I'm going to tell you right now. I didn't speak. I didn't answer to two of my name. I had a lot of tantrums. Always had something in my hand. Hand, straw, doll, or spoon, you know? Hmm. And, and, and come to think of it, yes or no, on my mom and dad's side, an uncle, he was a pharmacist. Uh, how, do you, how do you say the word again? Pharmacist? Yeah. But social skills were poor. I do have cousin who was Tourette's Asperger's, another cousin who was with Asperger's. I mean, I was diagnosed as just a, a, after three years old. My parents were in disbelief so hard, had second I don't know what to say. <laughs> but I'm not you. nervous. You're not nervous? You Did you say you are nervous or you're not nervous? A little nervous, but don't yeah. don't take me too wrong. I have I have therapists come to my house every day, and they would help me, help me with with my life, with my social skills. Yeah, yeah, you're doing great, dude. You're doing great. Thank you. I you're spent three good. days assisting me. She told me my parents I was definitely reading. As a child, very frustrating that people did not understand and that coming meeting was hardest for for me to tell to tell how i was feeling or what i wanted took time yeah Mm -hmm. what's the okay all right around four we we feel that man we understand that it's not a sometimes society has a race for productivity but in the autism world, it's sort of like on our schedule. Yeah. Yes. And it's going to be good. God damn it. Hell yes, I will. <laughs> Keep going, Michael. Keep going, bro. Uh, okay, thanks. At around four-ish, four and a half, my parents hired Dr. Lee from California to come to my to come into the city two times times oh two times three a year trained therapist and gave program in ABA mm. it was very everyday three hours it went for three hours I have four therapists I even had one that always went to school with with me oh you wow know? a therapist yeah 
Yeah. What was your experience with ABA? I'm not. I'm not finished yet. Okay, we'll just let you go, and then we'll we'll ask questions after. And, and thank you. It and also went to summer camps with me. I did not start to speak until maybe age eight, before the '90s come to an end. And and now that you mention it, it was one word answers until eventually I could give sentences. I was ready at three, four years, and I was taught to read very earlier as well. And that's how I began to spoke. I went to see diagnosis at age three. Don't remember don't remember much, only what my parents tell me. Everyone of my therapist sessions were taped and my parents still have the all of that and all of my process notes, you know, just they always do. I was not speaking, not answering to my name, no eye contact, jumping a lot and pacing around like I always do. Always holding something in, in my hand. Like, for example, uh, this. You know? I can't see it. What is that? I can't see it. What is that, Michael? It's that thing. Uh, I don't know what it is. But I'm going to show you this. This is the fidget spinner. Oh, yeah. Recognize yeah. this? Yeah. Those are great. Yeah. They help people to calm themselves down. Yeah. I got one on my desk here somewhere. <laughs> Buried in a pile of Really? Really? All right. You guys have the best t-shirts on and I have freaking New York Knicks. I want an autism shirt. Just a side note. Oh, I know. I noticed that. I'll get on it. Oh, autism dad. That's so great, right? Okay, Michael, where were we? I won this from a... Anyway. Sorry. Oh. Another time, I'll ask you about it. Another time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember anything about practice at all. My parents tell me a lot of different testings and a lot of doctors, you know? It's just... Mm. I was and still am very lucky that I have my family who cares about me. Like, family and friends who always supported me throughout my whole life and understand me and accepted me. And that's why. I'm just Michael. And yes, they still support me. Makes mm-hmm. sense? Yeah, Makes Michael. sense. At first, I'm Michael. I do have autism, but I'm mainly me. I can't change who I am, only try to cope and do the best I can. I have good grades. Oh, let me rephrase that, shall we? I have good and bad days, but everyone does. I mean... I'm very lucky that my parents let me choose things I would like to do, like DJ lessons, photography courses, computer courses, skating, swimming, curling lessons. Oh, and I even love Japanese, like Ogekigaska, Sekai, Yume, or some of that, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to, like, read through some of the parts in Japanese, like, Matashikani ni, or... Or I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna like read the muscle parts like like Haru spring Natsu summer Aki autumn Fuyu winter Arigato is thank you 
Ishigatsu is January. Rokugatsu is June. Hmm. Shishigatsu, July. And finally, Kenyobi, Friday. Friday. And Agashimas. All right, good. All right. Well, by the surprising, I decided to continue at Japanese night school. I got highest level. Nice. And I am able to speak Japanese, read, and understand Japanese. I always watch Japanese TV shows and dramas. I love the J-pop music like Exile, Ayame Hamasuke, Kodakumi, and Yutara Hikikaru. Cool. Anyways, uh, how does question number seven, right? We, you know what, honestly, Michael, we kind of just we flow wherever we flow, whatever you want to. What's on yeah. your mind? What, honestly, when you when you got up this morning to come on this show, what's the what did you want to talk about? Anything. Uh, let's take for example. Well, jobs are very hard to get, especially if you want something different. I would love to live on my own. I would love to drive. I would like to make money to support myself. You know, I'm yeah. not there there yet, but I hope that I can be independent one day. I respond to things like questions or questions, all that stuff. Better when I write a response. Verbally, I process slower. I also volunteer at my dad. Um, oh, sorry, I, I was stunning. <laughs> no, no, no. Where do you volunteer? Yes, at North Gen Hospital, the same hospital where I when I was born. Oh. Whoa. Yes. Very cool. For eight years since 2013, and with COVID, I really miss doing it. Yes. I must yes. not see. I must not see my friends for bowling shows, dinners, and Comic Con conventions. You know. Mm. Yeah. Where, where do you live, Michael? Thornhill. What state is that? Ontario, Canada. Oh, you're in Ontario, Canada. So are we. Yeah, I thought I heard California earlier. Did you spend some time in the U.S., Michael? I always go on trips like that. You know, just yeah. the last trip I went to went to Las Vegas was back in 2019. Oh, cool. So you, sorry, uh, you said Thornhill? Yeah. So that's like north of Toronto? Is that yes, right? exactly. Yeah. Okay, cool. I, for some reason, yeah, I don't know why. Yeah, I, I thought you were that. in the States. I don't know why. <laughs> okay. I'm really gonna say this again. How do you see autism in general? Oh, oh, sorry. I see a young man who had struggles with autism. As a child, it is trying to improve himself. I, I am trying to help myself so that I can help others. That is why I wrote my book in the first place. You know. You look at me. I'm I'm doing good. Dude, you're doing so good. I love it. Yes, Michael. I we, got, we got all the time in the world, so don't feel like you need to rush or anything. Just yeah. take your time. We're There's good. No ah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, I got speedy care, right? You know, just... I have run some articles for Autism Magazine called Autism Matters. Hmm. I am in social groups 
I did finish my book, Michaelism, my POV on life with autism. Love it. I like the art. Who did the artwork on that book, Michael? I did. I did, actually. You I did. did. Yeah, I did. Oh, those shapes, they're dope. Yeah, it's cool. Right now, my book is now available on, okay, Amazon, Google Place, Apple Books, Barnes and & Nobles, and Walmart. Great. And Walmart. So we will, um, we will post a link to your book in the show notes. So anyone who's listening, check the show notes, and we will post a link there after the show. Oh, yeah, I'm not finished yet. It says, let people know how are we human. We have feelings. We're sensitive. We're caring. And we do want friends and to live as normally as possible. You know, I'm on social media like Facebook, Instagram, or blogs. But I prefer to keep Twitter as my personal. Yeah, I'm gonna. All right. Cool. Nice. Cool. All right, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna like. Uh, one, Do one, you two, like three. social media? Do you find that's like helps you keep in touch with people, yeah. especially during COVID? Yeah. Yeah. One second here. One second here. Yep. If you had to choose, Michael, social media or talking to somebody. Talking to somebody at the same time, you know. Yeah, me too. Okay, Michael, where were we? Oh. There are two answers, yes or no. Let's face it, let's face it, if someone can take a magic pill and you will be no longer autistic, uh, where will you take it? There are two answers, yes or no. Yes. If if I if 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 I take take one then I will be not have autism. But what would I be like? Or two? No, I wouldn't. I would like who I am. I'm just the way I am. But I would. I don't think I would take the pill. Mm-hmm. That's your answer. That's your fine. That's your answer, Michael. Yes. I like it. Me too. Yeah, man. Well, I, I, like, still- I like who you are. Yeah, like thank you. Like yeah, thank you. Well, I still pace it back and forth. I odd time. I flick my hands. I flick my hands. Yeah. In my face. I call one of my safe people, their therapist, and talk to them for hours. I also write things down to that helps out. Helps a lot. The last resort I take is come down pill. Sometimes I go in my room and lie down and have rest. That's what I always do. Mm-hmm. In the dark or the light on? It doesn't matter. Huh. Oh, we just got a, mas- a message from Michael here. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Michael. That's your Facebook page? Your... Yes. All right. So he just sent oh, us, a, Michael just sent us a couple links. So I'll, I'll, I'll include those links in the show notes to his, to Michael's uh, Facebook page, Instagram, etc. cetera. Cool, cool, cool.
So, Michael, do you think you, every day that do you need to take like a, a consistent timeout or is it multiple timeouts a, di- a day? How does it work for you? Well, I, I'm very, I'm not very good at lying, but whenever, whenever things are, whenever having a hard time, I would just time out and go, go lie down in bed. Lie down in bed. Yeah. Yes. And like, yeah. how long does it take before you're like feeling like you, you are restored and can go back to the world? Yeah. How long does that take though? Usually half an hour, hour, half an hour. You know, cool, man. Yeah. It's so important that everybody, even neurotypical people get that message too. I, I, I always allude to the fantastic Mr. Fox movie with Wes Anderson writing the meditative. Exactly. That movie. Yeah, exactly. The Fox just po- politely says, I'm going to go meditate for a half an hour. I'll be right back. Yeah. Oh, I've seen the movie before. Do you think that character is autistic? I feel like he is. Yeah, he is. <clears throat> Thanks for confirming that. I've always wondered that. Which character? There's like a really like beautiful young sort of uh, young man fox in the story. I don't know his name off by heart. But Maybe Chris or something? Yeah. And he's sort of like, you know, the fantastic Mr. Fox to be, if you yeah. will. And whenever it's stressful, there's large groups. Three or four times throughout the movie, he says, I'm going to go meditate. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Very cool. Okay, Michael, what's next? You're in charge here, bud. <laughs> I think that's it or something. Yeah. Okay, so now we can just sort of open it up to sort of free-flowing? Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's why people should be accepted, and they should get jobs and all this stuff. You know, just... Yeah. It's hard. It, People, people cannot be left out or be ignored. That's just plain wrong. I agree. What job would you want to do? What's your dream job? I would. I wouldn't mind helping people with autism be able to accept themselves. Like a coach for autism. Yes. I think you'd be freaking good at that. Yes. I think that's. Or I see a deep advocate, actually. What's that? Advocate. ASV advocator. Yeah. How old are you, Michael? Uh, twenty nine, actually. Twenty nine. Cool. I'm going to be so, thirty this year. Yeah. What? Um, can you? I, I'm curious to know a bit about your book, like your project. How? How? What was your goal with that, or what was your inspiration? And 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 then how long did it take you? And and what was your process? My parents told me not to give up on this book, but whenever, yeah. wherever I give up, my, my parents will be like, don't give up, Michael. Just keep writing. Yeah. All right. Parents, that's a good message. Just keep writing, Michael, and you're not stopping it. So what are some of the topics that you cover, Michael? Okay. Okay, let's see. Let's see. My POV on me. Autism Spectrum Disorder, Akamimish, School, Anxiety, Emotions, Friends, all of that stuff, you know, and and hobbies. However, I might want to do, all right, some people think it's, oh, some people 
think that people with autism do not experience complex emotions, that they are wrong. I feel yes. anger, sadness, happiness, disgust, jealousy, empathy, love, and anxiety, uh, as well as many more. Yeah. So you're not a robot. I feel, I feel excruciatingly hard. <laughs> what were you going to say, Ryan? No, I was just said, so you're not a robot? No. No. Um, now, the book, did you, is it with a publisher? Did you self-publish? Like, how did you get it out I into self, the world? Oh, yeah. I self-publish, actually. Very with cool. With the help of Ingram Spark. Very cool. Cool. And you got it out there always, into the world. And I always wanted to be on The Daily Show with Trevor Noah. Well, maybe he'll see this and he'll be like, I got to get that guy on my show. (laughs) Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll put this show when we put this show up, we can all, we can all tweet, tweet the link to him and and, and see what's up. You never know, man. Stranger things have happened. So Michael, is there much, is there much of a support community for you and Thorn Hill? How does that work? Are you kidding me? Do you know how friendly I am? I'm very. My mom and dad loves me. My older brother loves me, and my oh. friends from school love me. Nice. You know, they do care about me. Cry. So I cry much. every show. I cry. I cry every podcast. So just take it easy on me, Michael. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, it happens to me. You know, I'll just. I get. I get really excited. Yeah. So you're. You have a. Your family's really supportive, but like, you know, are there, are there, are there like autism support groups in the area too? Yeah. Like, uh, Carrie's place, all that stuff. Carrie's place. Yeah. Tell me about that. Tell us about that. I'm not very good at this, but perhaps. <sighs> You're doing great. You're doing, and this is a STEM safe world. You can do whatever you want on this podcast and you're accepted. Yeah. Okay. And if there's a question, you, if, there's lie, a, you know? if there's a question you can't answer or don't know or don't want to answer or don't feel comfortable, you can just say, "Let's skip it." Next question. It's all good, man. We're let's, this is this is your world. It. We're all we're here to support you, and and it just yeah. we're just oh, curious yeah. about your life, and we want to get to know you. So, but we want to do it yeah. in, in whatever way feels good for you. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you know, like I, I have to. Can I? I hope you don't mind me saying this, but. Um, I'm really getting this sense from you. Like you seem like a really self-possessed individual. And I like, that is a, a, a compliment I'm saying, like, I I'm really impressed. I just feel like I'm getting this sense from inside of you that you're just have this, this understanding you of yourself yourself. and this drive. And it, it's, it's blowing me away, man. Like I can feel it and it's, it's really powerful and it's really amazing. And I love, I yeah. love it. It's beautiful. Thank you. I think more the more people with autism that we get to speak to, I realize that like because of maybe a heightened sense of awareness or emotions, like a lot of people with autism like love themselves. <laughs> yeah. And I think you're one of those people and I it's hard it's a, such a hard thing to do, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sick and tired of of being left out. You know, just Yeah. It really it really upsets me. Yeah, yeah. People should accept me just the way I am. You know, just be like, they should welcome me into one of the. Pe- I don't know how. To, I don't really know how to say the word. Yeah. Oh, Social I think. Watching. Into everything. I mean. Yeah. 
And, yeah. I, and, and you know what? People, people that are not welcoming or are not making an effort to create spaces that are welcoming, they're really doing themselves a disservice because they're missing out on getting to meet some really amazing people and have some really amazing people contribute to their lives. Uh, there's no, it's not, I don't even look at it as like, uh, you should just do this for like charity's sake. It's like, no, you actually are going to benefit from making yeah. your world welcoming to Absolutely. autistic people. It's, and, it, and, and Michael, go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, sorry. I no, just no. A, I want to, it's okay. My, my boss, well, te- like my soon to be boss at work, um, just sort of let everybody know recently on a Zoom call that his son has autism. And it was so beautiful how he, he did this. Um, but the way that he, he presented it was, I'm so lucky. Not It's not like I have to change all these things now and make all these accommodations, which is kind of how it was in my family a little bit. Like you're, you're a little bit of a, this is, this is sort of a, a hardship. Whereas he was like, I'm going to learn so much cool shit because of my son's perspective on life that I'm going to be enlightened. You know what I mean? I'm going to, yeah. my chances of being an empathetic person are now greater because my son has autism. And, yeah. and when the rest of the world says, how can we get more autism people involved in the conversation? I think we're going to be in a better place. Yeah. That's all I got to say. Yeah. And I think if I can add a little bit to that, I think as we get more awareness and more acceptance, everything in life is a two-way street, you know, I don't, but I I know from somebody like, like, you know, Michael looking at you and your life and then thinking about my own, I'm, I'm 15 years older than you. I was only diagnosed last year, but I was one of these people that masked and hid my whole life. So I was hiding in plain sight and bending over backwards internally to accommodate the world and like not get found out, whatever that means, uh, that I'm weird or something. And now it's like, I have to unlearn that process and then learn how to be myself, learn how to accept myself, how to just live authentically. So I'm getting inspired when I see someone younger than me, who's already kind of doing it and i can look at you and go wow this is really cool like um and and i'm really happy to hear you've got that support you've got family and friends that love you and support you it it makes a world of difference and it's amazing and look at you you're you're 29 and you've self-published a book already holy lord that's amazing to me like i'm i have ideas about writing a book but (laughs) where you know i'm working on one but man it's really cool He's writing other people's books right now, Michael. He can't well, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm writing, I'm, I'm sort of ghostwriting an autobiography for somebody right now, which is a really fun project. I'm, I'm having a blast doing it. It's a lot of hard work, as you know, writing a book is, but I, I really love the process. Uh, and it's a, a, the story, it's the life story of a person that I, that I love, who I'm really inspired by and who's, who I consider a, a friend as well. So that's really neat. But, uh, yeah, this is great, man. I'm going to order your book after this is done, and, and I can't wait to read it. Yeah, go for it. Yes. There you go. Absolutely. So add, a, add another exactly. sale to your uh, <laughs> to your yeah. to your uh, to your. You know, maybe it will get you on the bestseller list. Who knows? 
Everyone who's, re- who's listening to this, go buy the book now. Yeah. Let's get this guy on the charts. <laughs> next, uh, next, yes. Next Zoom call, he's going to have like a big gold chair that he's sitting in. Yeah, yeah. Damn right. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you on Trevor Noah. We'll be like, we had him on our show first. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or Stephen Colbert or something like that, you know? Yeah. Yeah, buddy. No, do yeah, you see, buddy. do you see, like, speaking of the media side of things, Michael, like, what do, what do you think about the way autism is, is viewed or portrayed in the media? Do you have any thoughts on that subject? I've seen shows with people with autism, like The Good Doctor, Raymond, Atoru, it's a Japanese drama, uh, Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other have, sister, right? Have you guys watched Atypical? Either of you? Uh no. No. I, that was it on? on it's on Netflix. I, I, I quite enjoyed it. It's this it's a okay, show about a, a family and there's like two teenage kids and uh it's a sister who's a bit older and a brother who's a bit younger, and the brother is autistic. Um but cool. it, the show focuses on like the whole family, it's not just about him, but it's you know it's it's interesting like for me it's all about who's the writer you know and what's the context because you know the good the good doctor portrayal of autism is so different from what you're describing to me with atypical yeah what is the good doctor i've never seen that michael do you want to describe the good doctor for ryan i'm not a big fan of the good doctor actually why tell us why though I'm not a big fan of that. You know, just, I do not care for it a lot. Do you think it like pigeonholes people with autism a little bit? Like really what we need is we like what we're finding every week on this show. And we talk about it every week um, is that people with autism are profoundly unique and profoundly different. And we need those portrayals in media and mainstream media, especially. Is that what you're kind of like saying with the good doctor or am I off, off here? Actually, I'm not a huge fan of that. You just don't like the show? No. Just You just yeah. don't like the show? Yeah. Hmm, that's fair. Did not care of, about the good doctor. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Are there any autism heroes that you have? Like, if, is there someone in the autism world that you're like... Because, like, you know, I, I, you're, you're one of my heroes. I come across... Every time I jump on this Zoom call every Saturday find new people to admire mm-hmm. like who do you who's your who do you look up to i don't have no idea no it's you you're focused on on what you're doing yeah hmm. oh it is me it's you yeah <laughs> that's <Bro>. awesome <laughs> self-love that's man awesome. self-love I'm a big fan of Anthony Hopkins, especially when I found out recently that he was diagnosed in his 70s as autistic. And don't forget Elon Musk. Yeah, he just he just recently said he has Asperger's, right? Publicly. Yes. Yeah. I'm going to say this. I mean, we all we all knew, obviously, because, you know, sometimes Elon Musk comes off as a douchebag to me. Like I've, when I think of people with autism, I think of caring people. Sometimes I, some of the shit that guy says, I just rubs me the wrong way. Yeah. I haven't, I haven't no, really a, paid a lot of attention to him, but yeah. Well, you know, there's, there's, shit. uh, I mean, Hey, autistics are people. Some of us are nice and some of us are assholes, yeah. just like regular people. Right? 
You know, there's a said like, that like episode one or two. Yeah. What's that? I remember you said that episode one or two, like you were like, Hey, just there's still assholes in the autism community. Yeah, hundred so. percent, man. There's still sociopath autistics and narcissistic autistics and asshole autistics, and then there's the flip of that. There's highly em- empathic ones that are compassionate and caring and loving and open and giving yeah. and beautiful, and and then everything in between. Just like, just like regular people, I think this is a, you know, what is classified as as a, a, a disorder is just like a difference in brain functioning in like certain aspects uh you know like socialize socializing and and, and sensory input and 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 and, and you know stimming and, and these kinds of things um but the personality side of things like the spectrum between um empathic personality traits and uh, you know, narcissistic or sociopathic and, and traits like that whole spectrum is, you know, lives within neurotypical and neurodiverse people. So, yeah, it's uh, I've certainly seen a few of them around, you know, encountered a few of them and it is what it is. Yeah. Yeah, because we don't we also don't want to establish this sort of like us versus them mentality with the life autistic. It's it is everyone neurotypical and neurodiverse people coming together to like bridge the gap and understanding. Yeah. And we don't want to portray Not- anything unrealistic. Like I don't want to, you don't want to portray this image of like autistic people as like these magic unicorns either, because we're just people. We have the same feelings. We have the same stuff and you know, we can, like I can be a grumpy asshole sometimes, you know, I try not to be, but I'm a human being. Ah. So uh, sometimes I can be a real jerk to people I care about. And then I afterwards go, man, I'm sorry. Like I was a dick there. Uh, And, you know, um, and it's not, I can't, I, I sure my autism might sometimes contribute to like feelings of getting frustrated or having communication breakdowns where I just go like, Oh, like, why don't you understand? And then I can kind of be a dick. Mm -hmm. And it, it can, but I, it never is an excuse to be an asshole. And, and after the fact, I yeah. always kind of, I always can feel bad. Maybe we get like, good, good points. Maybe, right. I can, yeah. I can feel bad after and be like, oh, I'm really sorry. I, like, I, I didn't mean to be a right. dick there. What, like, Michael, I how mean, do you, I mean, how like, do you feel? Hell, right? What's that? Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever have that experience, Michael? That's a long story. I, I did before. Yeah. Yeah. Well, because I don't want to lie. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Because it causes pain. Yeah. Yeah. What do you do for your your own like self soothing? That me? Yeah. Well, I go on the computer and I listen to my music. Yeah. Because it helps me calm me down. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. What What about you, Drew? Do you have headphones? Yeah, I'm like Michael, man. I I try and like I have all these like I have all these like carpentry projects and we have a barn outside. It's like a dilapidated barn, but somehow it's still standing up and oh. I'm able to put a bunch of saws and shit in there and yeah, like it's like a little puzzle. It keeps me like instead of ruminating about things that are negative or things that I can't change and people I can't change, yeah. I try and get my mind about the woodworking and little what yeah. I have to stain next or stand next. Yeah. That's cool. 
That's cool. Yeah. For me, dog, it's, for, for me, it's uh, nature. Nature time is big. Like alone time and nature time. I I, I try to get um, some. Uh, I need alone time every day, or I or I just am no good to anyone. And I yeah. need nature time every day too. So just the best thing for me is just like a walk in the woods by myself. You know, just like half hour, forty five minutes, or an hour. Just you know. Yeah. Sometimes with headphones on, sometimes with just the sounds of nature and sometimes back and forth between the two. But uh, yeah, that's, that's what does it for me. I think movement, body, body movement and mind stillness at the same time. Yeah, I know. Right. Yeah. Sounds like a Beastie Boys song. Body movement, body, body movement, body movement, body, body movement, body movement, body, body movement. Okay, we're going to take that part and make that a clip and put that on Instagram, right, Drew? <laughs> yeah, definitely, yeah. but true. Yeah, like, yeah. Michael, Michael got in there. I love that Michael just... I know, I know. It's getting your groove on, dude. Yeah. Um, Yo, can we just pause and say how dope are the Beastie Boys? Like, for real. Like, I love massively them. important. Massively you like important. The, Mike, do you like them? Yes. Yeah? Cool, cool, cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Me too. I actually, uh, I was just digging through like 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, I uh, worked as a music journalist and I was just digging through some old magazines a a few weeks back. And I found an interview I actually did with MCA of the Beastie Boys for a a music magazine. Yeah. And I remembered the conversation with them and it was like, I don't know, man, I was so stoked to talk to him, but I could also tell like, you know, when those artists have like a new thing to promote and that, you know, they're doing a hundred interviews and you just like, I used to hate that scenario. Cause you can just tell they're sick of answering questions. So I would always yeah. be like, try, try, try to not ask the same shit. Everyone. I know everyone else is going to ask, but like, try to find a way to like, make this a funner conversation for them. And I don't know if I, I mean, sometimes you succeed and sometimes you don't. I don't know if I succeeded totally. doing that with him, but I do remember just being so honored to even hear his voice on the telephone because, you know, they yeah. were so huge to me and he was always my favorite in the group. Um, anyway. No, that reminds me of the fat lip. Same thing with London Calling. Like we had yeah. fat lip come to call the office and he was having problems getting over the border. And like, I remember finally when we got, it was like four hours after the time that we were supposed to interview him and like everyone's tired, but like, yeah. like <laughs> finally get it and then you're like okay how do i make this like authentic and the authentic thing was is that he couldn't get across the border so we just talked about that talked about that yeah that's right <clears throat> oh man michael who's your favorite hip-hop artist of all time florida nice that was quick that was quick yeah i like it very cool Michael, are you reading? Are you reading any books out? Like, obviously, you're working on Michaelism, and we promoted that. We're gonna definitely direct our 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 guests to to that book, and we are gonna make ourselves familiar with that book. Are there, are there any resources from other like autism? Um, any other autism resources you could recommend? Oh, that's a great question. Thanks, homie. Every now and then, I I, I surprise a few peeps. Every time, man. Every show, I bring one good question. No, about a, a dozen. 
Tinker's dozen, Bob. I'm not just sure, huh? That's okay. Yo, you can hit us back. Like, feel free to email us after the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you come, because we we both like we will read something and we'll forget it on a show. But we are trying to compile like a a library. Yeah. Know. All right. Yeah. Yeah, I've got like a little section on my bookshelf of all my autism books. Um, here I'm gonna grab. Ryan, we got Yeah, man, Ryan, we got to meet up because I got some brisket I want to give you that I put on my smoker that I made, and I want some autism books. So, lending. This is the one I probably mention every show, and I've had a few people message me and say they've ordered it and been like, "Oh my god, it's the it's the best book." But uh, this Wiley? one here. Oh my God. Very late diagnosis of Asperger's syndrome by Philip Wiley. This book. Oh, right? Philip Wiley. Uh, this book changed my life. This is the one when I read this book. And everyone who listens to the show hears me say this every single episode. And I think it's just going to be a thing I'm always going to talk about. But this book, yeah. I every single page, I just went, oh, my God. That is me. Holy shit. Oh my God. It was just completely. It was like when I finished this book, I just went, Holy shit. I'm autistic. Like that just confirmed it. I've been trying to find this guy for a year and a half and I can't find him anywhere. I've tried emailing the publisher, I've tried searching him on social media. If anyone out there knows how to get a hold of Philip Wiley, that's what he looks like. Ryan, that's your new freaking zine magazine in search of. I need to talk to him. Uh, This one's also really good. The complete guide to Asperger's syndrome by Tony Atwood. Um, It's a really good book. Uh, Jillian drew an adult with an autism diagnosis. I haven't read this one yet, but uh, it's next in line. Oh, Gillian, Gillian drew. Sorry. Gillian drew. This is so dope, man. I love you. Um, Asper Girls. This is a really good one. Empowering females with Asperger syndrome. Uh, wow. This is fantastic. Um, new ways of understanding autism. Bridget another Harrison. another one that I, I haven't read yet, but I will. Uh, Look Me in the Eye. This is a pretty well-known book by John elder robeson we talked about this one last week with uh um shit what was the guy's name from san francisco san diego oh, what a gem. i feel like such a dick to not remember sorry man usually i have my <laughs> we had this amazing conversation last week and now i'm just like all but about michael though but this is all about michael. yeah it's all about you right now michael that's why and i have the memory of a goldfish this is another one i ordered i just recently ordered but i haven't read yet the nine degrees nice. of autism and then oh, yeah, uh, nice. this one, I think a lot of people know Neurotribes. And I've got a few, now. I've got a few more, but I just moved and I'm just unpacking boxes. So whenever I find my other autism books, I, I'm putting them, I'm creating a little section on my bookshelves. But uh, those are some of the ones I have. Uh, there'll be obviously yours added to that collection uh, soon. Michael just got a quick nap in there. Oh, sorry. I'm just scratching. No, it's all good. Yeah. Well, this is the part of the show where Ryan's going to bore us to death with his book collection. Let's just no, have a no, rest. No. <laughs> and if you, honestly, like, I think what one thing that would be cool is in the future is if we're if one of us is reading a book or has a paragraph like Michael did today, 
where there's something we want to share. I think that's really a great, like just a great way to talk. Yeah, yeah you should, huh? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And we'll, I think, yeah, like another thing we're, we're kind of slowly working on our website right now. And when we, when we do get it up, we, we will, we'll have like a, a section of recommended books and links and stuff like that. Yes. Um, resources. And eventually we'll have the life autistic book up there. All right. So you know, anyway, started... what's that? Go ahead. I was just going to say, like, I, I started to like, just cause I, I, I was thinking about like our conversation from way back with Rose and a lot of autistic people we've spoken to have find it hard to meditate. And it's something that I f- find hard to do because my brain is just trying to steer me anywhere, but still. Yeah. And the way that I've f- figured out, like just for myself, how to do it is I, I close my eyes and I, I just, I breathe into to like a certain number of numbers, whether it's 50 or a hundred, whatever I can tolerate you know? Yeah. And all I'm trying to see and visualize are, you know, the, the, you know, more air going into the number that I'm just visualizing in my head. And I'm uh. obviously, you know, I'm real numerical kind of person and, and that yeah. way of doing it, I'm sure I'll get sidetracked and I'll think, well, don't I have to cut the grass today or don't I, don't I have to go do this or whatever? And it's like, what number am I on? Let's yeah. get back there yeah. and finish. And that's it's just something that I was like, maybe if I just in a very simple way articulate this in a book, some other autistic person can yeah. can like grab it and hold on to it. And I don't know. Yeah. It's not going to be like Michael's bestseller or anything, but I don't no. know. No, hey man, that's that's a sounds like a very, uh, very cool meditation practice. I mean, thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks. So, Michael, do you have any Michael. uh uh any comor- comorbid conditions that you know of? Sorry? Any comorbid, like any other than autism, any other things? Like for me, I've, I have autism and ADHD and, and uh, you know, a bunch of others, dyspraxia. Um, I think. I, uh, I don't remember that. Uh, I do have a mix of autism and Asperger's, you know, just because yeah. I don't want to lie. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like so lying either. I find it really difficult to lie. And I find it, I, I find it, I'm always surprised when people lie to me and I just I'm like, oh yeah, I forget that that's a thing that people do. It's fucked up for me though. Cause like for so long, I like tried to make everybody happy. So in a way I was lying to myself so hardcore. Cause I like didn't have the energy to juggle so many interests and emotions. And then finally, when I was like, I think I'm autistic. I was like, I have yeah. to actually like, like limit interaction and limit. Yeah. Like I have to, like Rose said, like you only have so much energy bars in your character, you know? Yeah. It was before I was lying to myself, running around trying to be everyone's best friend. It was like so fucking painful. Yeah. I, I, I feel your pain on that, man, for sure. I try making new friends, but all they do is just ignore me and not to accept me. They think I'm really weird. Yeah, you're not, bro. How about you're not weird? So the friends that you do have, have you been friends with them for a long time? Yes. Like since childhood. Since high school days, actually. Yeah. Cool. 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 That's really important. You got uh, friends that accept you. What kind of stuff do you guys do together? Bowling, movies, and coming con of conventions. 
Yeah, very cool. Can yeah. you can you make the ball kind of turn like in bowling? Can you make it like spin the way you want it to spin? That's a good tricky question. Actually, you're working on it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Cool. What are your favorite comics when you go to the comic cons? Like, what, what or what are you what are you into the most? Like uh, Japanese stuff, I take it. Japanese stuff, yes. Yeah. Other than that, I like to bring me stuff with me so I can get it signed. Oh, okay, cool, cool. Do you dress up? No. No. I would love to cosplay one day. Yeah. Yo, yesterday on Blur Street, I was uh, film. I was on a film set with my friend. He's doing this short film, and you know those like three wheel vehicles where there's two wheels in the front and then there's one wheel in the back. Yeah. I don't know what they're called, but they're like, like they're not cars and they're they're not motorcycles, but there's something in between. Yeah. And the dude was decked out, full leather suit and like a Batman mask. No I can send you. Way. I took- Oh my God! Really? Yeah, I'll send you guys. This should be in the show notes. And I was just like, he's just taking it to like his own level. Like, oh, you know, that's amazing. But I was like a traffic jam, and he couldn't go anywhere. And like, literally, everyone was just gathering around, and he was just like, Batman was a little irate. Did he have a cape? Yeah, everything, man. So when he would actually be going, the cape would be like. Well, he's—I think he was sitting on it. Because he's like you actually in this vehicle, there's two seats, and then oh. like, it's a really strange. Oh, it's not like a motorcycle kind. It's not the kind you sit on like a motorbike. You sit in it like that a would car. Be bad. That okay, would be... I know what you mean now. That's so cool. Wow. Man. Like committed. Committed. Yeah. Do you think you ever would dress up, Michael, at a at a Comic Con or something like that? Uh, unfortunately, no. No, you're, you're you're there as like a fan. Yeah, cool. Plus, you're already a superhero in regular regular life. There you go. All right, right on. Well, anything else we want to cover, guys, before we uh, get our groove on? I'm good. Yeah. Okay. You're good, Michael. Yeah. Awesome. Michael, really great to meet you, man, and to hear your perspective, bro. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Thanks. Thanks, man. We will uh, we'll be in touch. We'll get this uh, podcast up shortly and uh, the video up as well. I'll send to you. And um, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. And I'm looking forward to reading your book, man. And we'll put uh, anyone again, anyone who's listening. Michael has uh, a book. Uh, what's it called again? Michaelism. My POV on life with autism. Perfect. So uh, we will post the uh, links to Michael's social media and uh, where you can find the book. Uh, in the show notes anyone listening and um and you can also uh, i'm just looking at it right now so facebook.com slash michael am i pronouncing it right tanzer yeah michael tanzer t-a-n-z-e-r-a-s-d so michael tanzer asd on facebook and uh, instagram michael tanzer um and there we go and uh, as always anyone listening you can find us online uh instagram at the life autistic facebook's the same the life autistic and twitter we are at life autistic pod uh so i'm ryan thanks for being here thanks for being here michael very much appreciate it for having me guys
Arigato. It's been a pleasure. Uh, and uh, thanks, Drew, as always. And um, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye, Nara. Bye, everyone. Peace. Peace, y'all. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.